Welcome to the Morally Flexible Podcast. My name is Josh and I will be your host coming to you live. Well, I guess this is recorded, but hey, coming to you live from our new and brand new and long-term Studio B. Uh, Sitting across from me, as always, is my good friend, my little bunny, the Robin to my Batman, Talon. Talon, how are you? Um, You know, it feels like I'm more like Alfred at times. Yeah, that's actually more accurate. <laughs> sure, I'll call you Alfred from, from here on out. Mm. You you clean up after me, basically. <laughs> you clean up my messes. Mm. You you stitch my broken body together, and offer me sage like wisdom that I completely ignore uh, on a regular basis. Good. Is that accurate? Yeah. Well, hey, we're back. We're back. We're back again. There's been a lot of we're backs happening yeah, it seems like every episode we've been gone for a, a while uh talon had to be a punk ass bitch and go out of town so uh yeah you know, we couldn't record last week but hey that's okay you're back now i forgive you thank you it was work i get it yeah it wasn't like you were heading out to have fun with the homies or anything like that I wish i was yeah because it sounds like it wasn't fun no uh, it was yeah it was uh it was a hard time <laughs> Well, uh, for those of you that uh, have been gone, you know, haven't heard from us in so long that you forgot what this show is about, I'll go ahead and give you a little uh, little re- refresher. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the show, this is a podcast void of any redeemable qualities. This show is basically a couple of drunk guys doing some movie reviews, discussing topics that will make most people sick, and sharing life lessons of no educational value. Think of it as tainted domestic wisdom. Uh, this is a two to three hour podcast. Tonight, I ain't having it, so it's probably going to be maybe two if we're lucky. Um, warning, there is explicit content, so we're going to say fucking shit a lot. Donkey balls, ass licking, <laughs> rim job, uh, whatever. I was not expecting donkey balls donkey to be on balls, that list. But donkey balls, okay. yeah, exactly. Uh, also, I'm going to give a spoiler warning. Uh, we are reviewing movies tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Thunder Force. And then uh, in the kids' corner, we're going to be talking about Sonic the Hedgehog. So if you haven't uh, seen either of those, listen anyways or stop. I mean, it's up to you, whatever you want. Uh, Let's see. You can find us on Facebook, uh, The Morally Flexible Podcast. If you want to reach us via email, it's contact at themorallyflexiblepodcast.com. Contact Contact at morallyflexiblepodcast.com. God, I got it. I will never get that right. Ever. The only thing that's the is Twitter and Facebook. Okay. On Twitter, we're at the morally. So there's that. And honestly, who cares? Nobody's contacting us. So it really doesn't matter. But hey, I'll throw it out there because, you know, fuck it. All right. So before we get to any of our discussions. Oh, wow. Something's working. Yay. What are we drinking, Josh? Tonight we are drinking. I want to make sure I got this right. Capogue Castle Single Malt Irish Whiskey. 
Our single more Irish I thought whiskey. it was Napogue. Sorry, Napogue. I apologize. Napogue. I, I fucking looked it up on the internet just to make sure that I said it properly. And yet, I still mispronounced I it. I don't know how it's pronounced. No, no, no. You got it right. Napogue. Okay. It's Napogue Castle Single Malt Irish Whiskey. Uh, this is uh, a handsome bottle. It's a uh, 43% alcohol by volume, 86 proof. Retail was $39.95. It's a good price. Uh, so the tasting note by the chaps at Master of Malt. Uh, the nose is vanilla shortbread, a crack of black pepper, and chewy malt. Uh, the palate is gentle oak spice and vanilla custard with hints of cut grass. And then the finish is orchard fruit on a lingering finish. Well, um, let me think here. I do taste a little vanilla in it, definitely. Yeah, um, it's sweet. It is. It's, it's sweet. It, this is delicious. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, you you got a bottle of this for your birthday, apparently. I did. And, and drank it, and he was talking to me about it. Didn't tell me the name of it, and was really singing its praises. So I'm in the liquor store today trying to figure out what the fuck we're going to drink tonight. And I, it had a shiny bottle. And I was like, okay, I'm going to grab this. Fuck it. It's a good price point. And I come back, and lo and behold, it's what he got for his birthday. Yeah. So he was happy, and I'm happy too. This is uh, this is delicious whiskey. Uh, it's much better than the single malt we had last episode. That was very disappointing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, that was a ginger ale and whiskey night. This this will be a straight drinker night. Uh, yeah, for me. But yeah, I taste uh, the sweetness is what I noticed the most. Um, it's not it's not super fucking oaky, and that was my biggest issue with. Uh, Whatever the fuck we drank last time. Four roses. Four. <clears throat> no, no. I think you have the bottle here somewhere. Where did it go? Oh, there it is. The Turconnell. Oh. We had the Turconnell last time. Yeah, I'm throwing that bottle out now. I like yes. this bottle better. Yeah, yeah. The Turconnell was uh, was just smoke and oak, and that's all I tasted of that. This is sweet. They're they're basically drinking a cigar. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what it was. And thus we drowned it in ginger ale, mm-hmm. as we should. So I bitched a little bit of it just before I started talking about the whiskey, about equipment. So again, we've moved to a new recording location. Um, we ended up buying new equipment for everything across the board. And we basically bought the same equipment that we were using at our previous location. And of course, we get everything, you know, set up, plugged in, ready to go, and none of it works. <laughs> it took poor Talon over an hour to try to figure out how to get everything going. Three hours, sorry, he's holding up three fingers, so sorry, it took Talon three hours to try to get this shit working. Um, we, we went astray with the headphones, and that was a mistake, because these are terrible so, they're not great. They're not great. They they sound muffled. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. It sounds very tinny. It, and it's not, yeah, it it's, sounds like how you would talk, I don't know, maybe you did this as a kid, where you tied string to like a old <laughs> can of um, spam or something, and then, you, you know, that's yes. exactly how it the, sounds. The, the tin can telephone. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. So, yes, the, I've already, just before we, we hit play on this, I uh, uh, went on Amazon and returned our headphones already. <laughs> so these will be going <laughs> in the box as soon as we're finished. But hopefully we'll get the uh, technical kinks worked out and kind of get moving forward on this. So, all right. Well, let's dive into our first segment. 
Uh, go. That's right. It's time for the weekly report. Uh, this week in history. No, that's not what I'm doing. So Talon's aware of this because he looks at me every day and he has seen. I have glasses now. Yeah, you blind balding man. I am. Wow. (laughs) I have a luscious head of hair. Luscious. Yeah, you do. I was just trying to be mean. That hurts. Words hurt. Look look here, ponytail. (laughs) Don't even try it. Don't even try it. Well, at least you got it right uh, that it is indeed a ponytail. It is indeed a ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people get that wrong somehow. I don't know. How did you get a ponytail wrong? No, they they... confuse a braid with a ponytail. It's not braided. I know. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I figured that out. (laughs) Yes, I uh, have been slowly going uh, blinder and blinder over the past. uh, LASIK. Yeah. No. Um, But I, you know, and he's made, you know, Talon's made fun of me in the past because of the large font that I print my. Look how small that font is. I know. Look at this. It's super small. It's 12 point and I can see all of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And the lighting's a little better. You should take a before and after picture. I should. I'm sorry. A a comparison. A comparison photo. Between us to show notes. Yes. I, 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 I will do that. I will definitely do that. Um, but, uh, but I've been putting off and putting off, uh, getting my eyes checked and I finally did. I've used reading glasses before, but very infrequently and I, you know, just fuck it. I'll see what I can do. And, you know, I'll just, but over the past several months, I've, I can't fucking see anything. I can't see, uh, you know, especially shit on my phone, um, things on labels, smaller labels. I just can't see it anymore. So I went and got my eyes checked and it was, yeah, you have astigmatism in both eyes and you can't see shit in front of you like your eyes are fucked so i got my new glasses the other day and i'll post a photo on our facebook page but uh, i think they're classic nerd style right Do clark, I look? clark kent thank you that's that's so nice mm-hmm. that's yes they're very clark kentish but uh now i can read but the the i have to wear them all the time now Always That's and forever. what glasses are for. Well, some people just can get away with, you know, reading glasses and they don't necessarily have to wear them when they're driving or doing anything else. But it's such a huge difference now. I, I can see how ugly you are now. Good. I mean, I really in focused features now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look terrible. I feel terrible. I, you should. You should. I don't know how your girlfriend sticks around. That's I mean, what I've been asking maybe myself. Maybe she's got bad eyesight. I don't know. No, she's got great eyesight. Oh, God. I hope she doesn't get glasses. Shit, you're fucked. I know. I'm screwed. <laughs> so that's uh, just a, a, another reminder that uh, I'm advancing in my years. Uh, I, I guess I should be happy I've made it the, this long. Most of the men in my family have had to have glasses in their like early 30s. So I, I've gone 10 years by. So I guess I'm, I'm ahead of the curve. Or I've just been in denial about it so much I just didn't care. You know, so, but yeah, Josh has glasses now. Also in the weekly report, guess what? It's my turn to fucking have car headaches. Okay. What's going on? Well, the wife's uh, Jeep is uh, finally, uh, you know, going down the tubes here and uh, it's time to, to go get a new car. We almost, I, I looked it up 
today, we were about two months away from paying it off. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm fucking pissed. We were there. We were so close. We we I could the light was at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize it until I was filling out the loan application today for a new car loan. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it! I was wow. almost there. She drives a a, a a Jeep Compass, which is um, yeah, it's a piece of shit. I mean, bottom line, we bought it brand new. So when did you buy it? Uh, it's a 2013. Wow. Yeah, I know. Do the math on that as far as... Whoa. Wow, it's taking... You probably, it's ta- it's yeah. taking... How many see, other Jeep companies could you have bought? That's, that's, <laughs> the interest on that. Thing. That's eight, that's eight, <laughs> eight years of car payment. We, we, we've pulled it into... Combined it into other debt consolidation loans and doing everything else, which is why it's taken us along. So I guess, I guess technically we probably have paid it off at this point. But uh, yeah, so it's... Uh, Jeeps are garbage. Um I would never endorse one. I honestly hated it from the beginning, um, but we needed a, a small SUV and it was the most affordable, i.e. cheapest. Mm. So that's kind of why we went the way we went. Uh, Not mine. No. No. Yours wasn't the cheapest? No, I meant mine was the cheapest. Oh, yours and was? it was fine. Yeah. Well, that's we, you know, we had a... Uh, a uh what she have a toyota camry and then she got you know we we got pregnant i guess you could say we we found out she was full of child um (laughs) (laughs) i can't say that that's really bad no you can't she's full of child um full with child i can't remember the biblical she is with child no no no, i like the full part (laughs) that's not biblical whatever uh but i you know we had this camera and we're like yeah this ain't gonna work so we need to go get something that's uh gonna help you know and, and she refused to get a minivan refused i think minivans are cool have you seen some of the minivans out right now Mm-mm. they're pretty badass three row seating seats can fold down into the floor you can get liners for the back it's just like having a truck in you a know- truck bed you just explained that exactly how a mom would when getting a minivan for her son. They have little, yeah, I don't fucking care. They have little vacuums in them now, little <laughs> like interior vacuums. Are you kidding me? With kids, that's a must have. You've got to have that shit. But they're, they're awesome. They're super comfortable. Whenever, where, where does it go? Where does what go? The vacuum stuff. I think there's a, 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 a like a vacuum bag. Is it like an airplane where it just kind of yeah, sh- sh- shoots? <laughs> yes, it shoots it out of the back of the car <laughs> in, in, into. Well, that'd be fantastic, what, especially if like someone's tailgating you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> They're really riding our ass. Go ahead and deploy the refuse. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. How many car wrecks has this been attributed to? But they've got the TVs in the back seats, you know, with with the DVD, Blu-ray player, whatever else. They've, you know, they've got all the stuff. I think they're cool. Like whenever I go on a road trip, and if I have to to take, you know, if I have to rent a car, I I typically get a minivan because of how comfortable they are. But Ford Expedition, twenty twenty one. No, no, I yes. highly recommend it. Yeah, no, those, those are they're gorgeous. They're great vehicles. You, you mentioned that earlier today, and I and I did look it up. And oh, 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 that's <laughs> that's a, that's a nice sound. Ford 
the new 20 the 2021 Ford Expedition has not only a heating seat feature, but get this, a Cooch Cooler 9000. Oh. It has a seat cooler. The whole seat just blasts cold air all around you. It is fantastic. That sounds, it's phenomenal. That sounds lovely. That sounds lovely. I, I would love something that could cool my balls. Yeah. And also warm them if need be. If need be. That is lovely. Yeah. That is lovely. So what we're probably going to end up getting, the wife is wanting a hybrid very badly. Uh, however, she does not want a, a Prius like I have. She wants an SUV hybrid, which is kind of an oxymoron Get a to Tesla. Me. Oh, yes. Yes. Because I have infinite money. I'll just go, fuck it. Let's just get a, a, a jet. Why not? I mean, it's... <laughs> go to Mars. Go to Mars. Let's, let's go. Prove the Earth is flat. Yes. Let's, go. <laughs> let's, jump, let's jump on the SpaceX rocket. and Well, hopefully this one won't blow up. And, uh, you know, let's go to Mars. But now, I there's not that many options as far as SUVs that are hybrids. And again, the mileage isn't that much better. Although they do have electric, full electric SUVs now. Who? Oh, don't ask. Tesla. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that they had full electric yeah, SUV. They, 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 what do they go? Five miles and I, then they die? I How have, does that I have, work? I have no idea. I, I, I bet the torque on those things is incredible, though. Sure. You, I'm not a car guy. It, it You push the pedal down and it goes and then you hit well, the other pedal. Well, the torque stops. and the horsepower is going to be about the same number. It's just how ridiculous the rotation is on the tires. I think that's, that's the torque. Thank you. Thank you. I could be wrong. I don't remember, but I know that's about the same number as horsepower and they're connected. So I don't, I don't know. Well, this week's on Talon's automotive moment. Thank you, Talon. You're welcome. So, I'm here to educate. So what, what besides uh, the 2021 Ford Expedition, what, what would you recommend? As, well, don't get a hybrid. Um, just get <clears throat> a newer, get like a compact SUV, like a like a Toyota 4Runner. Do you know how expensive those are? A 2012 Toyota 4Runner, about 13 grand. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a and a hybrid isn't going to be a lot oh it is totally we're, we're probably get, like my my prius was a 2013 and i think it cost me around fourteen thousand dollars oh i'm sorry about it not the toyota forerunner the toyota rav4 rav4 yes. there you go okay rav4 get a rav4 yeah rav4 is more no forerunners are fucking nice and i would that would be awesome to get one of those but get a rav4 jesus yeah. christ are, are forerunners expensive yeah rav, expensive, rav yeah. rav4 much more affordable so that i i don't know i still got to get pre-approved for the car loan so we'll see. the the good The good news is, I go through an auto broker, so I don't have to go to car lots and go shopping. Nice. Thank God. I basically tell my auto broker, "Here's what I want. Here's how much we have. Go find it." And then he'll call you in a couple of days and go, "Well, here are your options. Here's what I've got." Okay. And that's it. I don't have to go argue with people. I don't have to fucking negotiate. I hate buying a car. I hate it. Well, I used to back in the day, hated it. Now I don't have to deal with it. But are we going to get a, uh, like a, 
a wolf of Door Street or something with uh, car brokers manipulating the system, getting buying jets and oh, stuff. Oh, God, there's a couple of good movies about car salesmen, and, of course, right now I can't remember any of them. I'm thinking of one. It's got Rob, Robin Williams and Tim Robbins. I think it's called Cadillac Man. That's a pretty funny one. Um, but no, there, uh, and I got there's another one with Kurt Russell, I think back in the s- late seventies, early eighties. But anyways, yeah, that would be fun to see something like that. I worked at a car lot when I was a younger man. I was a lot attendant and spent a lot of time around those absolutely grizzled, broken men that sold cars. Boy, were they exciting. They all played golf. That's all they fucking did was play golf. But they chain spoke, drank whiskey all day, and uh, you know, did their best to uh, put people in vehicles they couldn't afford. Wow! Yeah, that's fantastic. No, they were they were heroes. I tell you, heroes. great men, role models. I tell you, I picked up the the smoking and the drinking part from them. Not not so much the trying to chisel people out of their money. Pray to be a stronger man. Yes, hmm. I have scruples. I have scruples. So, what's going on with your week, bud? Well, <clears throat> I've had a particularly stressful week this week, um, and I wanted to go to a uh, car place, upgrade my stereo in the new rig. <laughs> so I go into this radio place where I can, you know, buy radios and other weird equipment for your car that you might want. And I walk in, and I'm like, okay, cool. So, like, I want to get this radio. It's like, eh, 400 bucks. I'm like, okay, that's about right. That seems fitting for me. And I'm figuring, okay, 400 bucks, probably maybe $200 to have someone install all the stuff. Call it good. I'm probably going to spend five, 600 bucks. That's fine. And I also wanted a backup camera. And, then it, and on the radio, it said, hey, you can install this for free. What what kind of deck are we talking about here? Is this I haven't I have never bought an aftermarket stereo for any vehicle I've 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 driven. Android so. Auto and okay. Bluetooth capabilities and like you can watch movies and st- like if you plug in your phone you basically you can do anything you want on your phone on the Okay. on the on the device or okay. the radio. Continue. And it has Sirius XM stuff. Uh, it's 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 not it's basically a tablet. Okay. And it has the ability to connect to a backup camera, which I desperately need on this rig. Yeah, uh, you do. <clears throat> yeah. You do. And so that's what I was going to get. I was like, okay, cool. Like 500 bucks. I'm looking at maybe 600 if they're pushy, right? So I ha- I go and talk with someone. And this guy comes up. And he's a salesman. And his I can see the white around all his entire eyeball so you know if like okay so you're looking at me right you can see the white on the left and the right side of my eyeball he was looking at me like this the whole oh, time like he, he was messed up he, he was looking a little little co-cap yeah here, i like a little spine. i could see his entire eyeball i i don't think he ever blinked when i was looking at him he like <laughs> he did these these like weird half twitch blinks well maybe he was excited no he was like a little soft-spoken and he went, okay, so this is the stereo. As you can see, there's like a few <laughs> options. See, look, and the, and I'm like, what's the difference between this one and this one? And he went, uh, 
This one doesn't have a CD. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Can you just buy it, please? Yeah. I, need, I need to take it. it. Was, My dealer's after me. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had this, like, professional tech guy come in and go, well, you're going to need this, 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 and this. And I was like, I don't need any of that. I just need a radio and a backup camera. And he's like, okay, well, in order to get the backup camera, you're going to need this type of cord. I'm like, no, I don't. I don't need that. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> Anyway, so we get to the price. Uh, guess how much it was going to cost? Uh, the $600 plus a full bag of methamphetamine. Hmm, I don't know how much a full bag of methamphetamine goes for, but possibly. How much? Almost $1,300. Get the fuck out of yeah. here. Wow. Yeah. And then uh, there was a, this thing where they could install something in your cigarette lighter. And it was $80 to install that. And, like, there was all this extra stuff on there. And when I I was like, I I can't do that. And he's like, okay, well, bup, 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 bup. he, like, took a few things off. All right, $950. I went, no. <laughs> nope. And then I walked out. And he went, okay, well, next time. <laughs> he's just <laughs> It's like, dude. So like goofy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that was a bizarre experience. Yeah. Wow, thirteen hundred dollars for a stereo and a backup camera. That's insane. And you're not getting any any subs or <laughs> no you know, full full system no. it. The radio and and I was like, okay, well, how much for this radio? And he went, eh, twelve hundred bucks. I went. Are you insane? So it's just the car, I guess. And it's going to cost $1,300 no matter what I put in there. Even if I just put a backup camera not connected to anything, it's going to cost me $1,300. It doesn't make any sense. For that kind of money, uh, the radio better fucking flate me and make me lunch while I'm driving. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At least a handy. That's a lot of goddamn money. They had a $1,000 radio in there that I could get, and it like, it like it could come out and then you can move it around and i don't know uh that would have cost me two grand to put so anything i put in there it's gonna cost a grand i thought installation was free (laughs) no it's not oh no no well that's what they're advertising yeah it's never free oh okay well i just i don't those two thousand dollar boards or decks, whatever we called it back in the day. Anyways, the like a, get, getting a thirteen hundred dollar or two thousand dollar stereo. There's so many other things that need to go with that. You, mm-hmm. you can't just put a deck with like that with stock speakers in the car. You've got to upgrade the speakers. You've got to do all the shit. Next thing you know, you're dropping three four grand. I, I had friends in high school that did this shit. Yep, it would never stop. Thousands mm. of dollars in, in just so they could make, you know, you know, when they hit the base in their fucking car, make their windows blow out. I mean, that was their the goal, I guess. So the whole reason I wanted to do that was because I can't connect my phone to the stereo. It's way too old. Um, and I don't listen to CDs. So, you know, whatever. So I just got a little converter. Boop. I can play anything I want hey, in the car now. It I, sounds great. I have a bunch of CDs. Do you want them? No. Oh, they're great. No. no. Big book of them. <laughs> big, yeah, big book. Big book. Okay. Big book of CDs. No. no. Yeah. Anyway, that was just really weird. Just I didn't like the way he was looking at me. He looked like he was 
He looks like he takes apart bikes for uh, as a side hustle. <laughs> it's going to stick with me now every time I see someone that looks a little janky. I'm like, you take bikes apart. No, yeah. 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 I don't know what that means, but I, I, I like it. The, the mental image it, it conjures in my head. I, I, I like well, it Well, you now. know, like you drive around the city and there's just random bike parts everywhere. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, he just does. He, does, he doesn't make a living. He just does it. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, I, I'm down. It's not the kid that takes the telephone apart and puts it back together. <laughs> this guy just takes the bike apart and doesn't do doesn't shit do with anything it. He with just it. leaves parts. Just, I, gotta, I have to do it. I have to. <laughs> it's not right. I have a Men com- should walk. I have a compulsion. <laughs> I, I must take these things apart. And he's, he's wide-eyed the whole time trying to find a different angle to just he's, look at things. He's super into yeah, his shit. Yeah. We we gotta go visit this guy at some point because oh, he's I'll, right down here. Okay, because because I'll go I'll fuck with him. I'll, <laughs> I'll go in there and just like you okay, bro? Do you need to sit down? He might he might. Hey, I, I don't know. I've got a bike out in the parking lot. You want to? Uh, oh. Here's a screwdriver. Hey, I'd like to install a stereo on my bike. <laughs> Watch him just have this fucking existential crisis. I, I want to sell him a stereo, but I want to take the bike apart. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why are we laughing at this i don't know but you i really need to find a picture of this guy so you can see what i'm talking about wow we're gonna take a field trip yeah we're definitely taking a field trip all right well uh anything else to report this week Mm -mm. all right um i normally we would be going to the movies here but i have to take a very quick break and we'll be right back back sorry i did i had a very strong nicotine urge that i had to uh to satisfy i'm sure you understand yeah yeah sure all right so uh hey let's go to the movies shall we all right this week for our grown-up movie uh we well one of us Watched uh, Thunder Force, uh, Netflix original, released in 2021. Uh, it's rated PG-13, has a runtime of one hour and 46 minutes. Synopsis, in a world where supervillains are commonplace, two estranged childhood best friends reunite after one devises a treatment that gives them powers to protect their city. Uh, Thunder Force stars Melissa McCarthy as Lydia Berman, Octavia Spencer as Emily Stanton, uh, let's see. Jason Bateman as the crab, Bobby Cannavale as the king, uh, Palm Clementif as Laser, and Melissa Leo as Ally. Uh, this is written directed by Ben Falcone. Funny bit of trivia: uh, Ben Falcone is uh, Melissa McCarthy's husband. He's this is the fourth film of hers that he has directed. He's also in most of her movies in some bit part role. And he was in this one uh, playing uh, one of uh, the crab's henchmen. Yep, and Talon's just sitting there like, okay, I, I didn't watch it. 
Uh, anyways, uh, so IMDb score, uh, critic score was 23%. Uh, audience score was also 23%. I completely agree with them across the board. One star out of five. This movie fucking sucked. Sucked. So you watched, what, 30 minutes of it, if that? Yeah, just about 30 minutes of it. I am so jealous of you because I had to sit through this whole thing and it was painful. It was, it was, I would rather watch dead man again than watch this fucking movie. Okay. It, it was, it was really bad. Um, for a movie that was an hour and 46 minutes long, it felt like it was three hours long. I, I kept looking at my, it, you know, stopping it to see how much time was left. I'm like, fuck, I got another hour of this shit. This is terrible. Um, basically the, the jokes didn't land at all. It's the same Melissa McCarthy shtick that she has been doing in every one of her fucking movies over the last fuck 10 films. She's probably done. It's, it's all super awkward humor, you know, situational awkward humor, which I don't like in the first place, but sometimes Melissa McCarthy can pull it off and it's funny. And it was funny, I guess, at the beginning of her career. You know, uh, one of my favorite Melissa McCarthy movies is, uh, I think it's called The Heat. It's her and Sandra Bullock playing cops. Funny movie. Um, but she's just carried that over. It's kind of like what's happened with Will Ferrell a little bit. And I love Will Ferrell. Lo- love him to death. He's done some of the, some comedies that are on my Mount Everest of comedies. But he he continues to play that same kind of role that doofy, you know, fucking moron. And, and that's gotten old after a while. Um, but that's, that's the road that Melissa McCarthy is going down at this point. Um, when you say Melissa <clears throat> McCarthy is the Will Ferrell of uh, situational awkwardness? It's, I think we're, she's getting to that point. I think that title could be passed to her. She could be, be crowned the, the queen of, of the awkward miscreants at this point. Oh, that's funny. That's what they called the villains in this miscreants. Oh yeah. I was, what does that mean? Miscreant? Yeah. Somebody that's up to no good. Wow. A a, a person of lower character. Yeah. And that that whole premise was uh, Why don't they call them soups or something? I I don't know. I or just or super villains or I mean Sissos or Cisco's. <sighs> Something I, I don't know. It, it reminded Miscreants. me. It reminded me of that uh, argument in the boys that you know, you know the marketing firm is trying to figure out what to call the bad guys, and Homelander is sitting there going, "Just call them supervillains. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Why, why we gotta? <laughs> I mean, why, why why we gotta make it something else yeah, here? Yeah, just yeah. just call them supervillains." And that was uh, you know that that's one of the many stupid things uh, in this film. Um, Octavia Spencer had no business being in this movie. Um, Who's she, Octavia Spencer? She is her friend. Oh, really? Yes. And she she's an Oscar-winning actress. She is a very good actress. I honestly have never seen her in a comedy. This was definitely not the one that she needed to be in. Um, I'm sure she could pull it off, but uh, her attempting to play the, the straight man to McCarthy's fucking clown 
was uh, it, it, very awkward. There wasn't great chemistry between the two of them. Also, how much time went by? Between 20 years? Yes. Wow. Yeah. That is incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. So uh, they... Uh, would you... I don't talk to anybody I went to high school. Well, that's funny because today I ran into somebody I went to high school with. That was kind of fun. <laughs> How long had it been since you'd seen that person? Oh, man, like five years or something. Well, I, I'll tell you this. Uh, because of Facebook, I, I've reconnected with some people that I went to high school with. And it's been 20 years. You know, I, Jesus, God, it really has. That's all right. I didn't go to any of my reunions. But I, one of our guests, one of our uh, that we had on, uh, Nicole Conley, I, there was a 15-year span that I didn't talk to her. Yeah, but... A 15-year span where you still have the same beef? Right. No, okay, I'll give you that. Where, like, nothing is different yeah. at all? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like boom, yesterday you walked out on me to go to college. Right. And then... It, that didn't work. And, and then, of course, they let McCarthy back, you know, into the building and, oh, just don't touch anything. We'll be, you know, with the lab and the secret serum, you know, right? It's like, are, are we really doing this? Yeah. Nah, that's not how that would go. It was just, it was super tropey. Mm-mm. And, and <clears throat> you know, Octavia Spencer's character, her powers ended up being, she could turn herself invisible. Oh, that's it? That was it. Nothing more. That is so lame. So she had a taser. <laughs> she she had a she had a dry stun gun. And what 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 did she do against the laser eyes lady? She would just she would just go invisible. Know, she would go invisible and then tase people. That, oh that, that, my! That was all God. she did. She, that is so lame. She really couldn't fight very much. That's um, worse than the than the comic book version of Aquaman. Whoa, whoa, easy fella. What are you going to do? Talk fella. to fish? Get a salmon to come bonk me on the Easy forehead? Easy fella. Yeah, uh-uh. Easy. No. You clearly have not read Aquaman recently within the past 10 years. No. It's a little more layered than that now. Well, maybe now it we're, is. We're talking, you, you're talking Super Friends back yeah, in the, super the, the 80s. Yeah, Super Friends. Yeah, yeah. Aqua, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Aquaman, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was pretty lame. But yes, you, he was still not as lame as Octavia Spencer's character, which her code name was Bingo. Oh, yeah. Well, at least in like the incredible. <laughs> Bingo. I'm sorry. I did not register yes, that for that, a second. That's, that was... What is her code? That's uh, her call sign? Uh, yes. Bingo. Because, because Melissa McCarthy was just. Oh, fuck. Was, oh, oh, did you spill? Just a drop. Son of a bitch. Just a drop. Fucking amateur hour in here. Well, the, this is, these are short headphones. Yeah, I know these headphones are terrible. They have the cords on these are god awful. Um, yeah, no, Melissa. This is another Melissa McCarthy <laughs> being funny thing. She just starts throwing out names for people. Of course, she came up with the Thunder Force thing after Bingo. coming up with really stupid names, and then she's like, "Oh, Thunder Force," and oh, that's cool. Let's go with that. I didn't like that. I could the from the little that I watched, I could predict where exactly every bit was going to go. Yes, you could. This was an incredibly predictable film. Especially in that bar, when the bartender just starts going off about fishing or whatever he went off on. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this one, he's going to drag it out. She's going to be like, yeah, lets him drag it out even longer, and then there's not going to be any point made. Right, and that is their, that is her shtick. That mm-hmm. is, every movie she's in now, that's what she does. It works sometimes. It's worked in some of her other yeah. films, but dude, let's 
get outside the box a little bit here. Yeah. Let, let's try. The other problem that, that I think went against this film is that it, it wasn't R. I, I can't watch PG-13 comedies anymore. They, it just doesn't do it for me. I, I can't think of the last PG-13 comedy that I was actually laughing. Um, so I, if she, if this had been an R, I don't know if it would have saved it. Well, also, one might argue, well, maybe it's made for kids. But... But no! Wally, one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Made for kids. Highly entertaining, deep story, uh-huh. comical. Yeah. So, um, you know, some of the, and we're gonna. I guess this is a kids' corner topic, but a lot of the movies I'm watching now that are geared towards kids are just lame. There's well, no real depth to them. Well, the the market now is, especially when it comes to animation, is they want to draw the adults in more than anything else because the, the adults will drag the kids in. It's and, and don't get me wrong. There's still kids fair out there that the kids are going to drag the adults to, but now it's like with Pixar, you know, the, the adults are dragging the kids into, in to see it. Um, but the, um, in this particular instance, I don't know of a kid that would watch this. I, I don't think, I, I don't think this is made for kids, no, but for no, a younger audience, no, it's again, you know. it's, it's a PG 13 and it, you know, may, I just don't see that that you know fifteen to twenty demographic being into this movie, yeah, at all. Now there were some highlights to this. Uh, Jason Bateman was the crab. Did you get to that part at all? Okay, he was really funny in this, but he's always good in, in damn near anything he's in. You know who I'm talking about? Arrested Development. Did you ever watch that show? Yeah. Okay, he was the the star of that. Uh, oh, the guy from the Ozarks. Yes, yes, the guy from mm. Ozark. He is very funny in this movie, given what material he has to work with. But he's his usual smarmy, snarky self. And there there's some pretty funny moments in there with him. Uh, and, and with him and his henchmen, mm. which is really funny. Uh, the aforementioned Melissa McCarthy's husband, who's the director, he plays one of the henchmen in it that has a pretty funny little bit in it. But that, that was the only really thing that, you know, I chuckled at. The, the rest of it, the action was stupid. You know, you have these two women, you know, dressed in these just horribly uncomfortable leather outfits trying to do, you know, two women that are not action stars at all trying to do action-y shit. And it, it just, it, it, it comes off silly. And the villains, you know, nothing inspired about them. Uh, Plum, Palm Clementine plays uh, Laser. Do you know what she's from? That's Mantis from Guardians. Yeah. Mantis? Mantis, the chick with the little antennas oh, on her Oh, really? Head. Yeah, that's Mantis. Oh, oh no yeah, way. Yeah, that's... Wow. So, but she, I mean, she was a, a one note bad guy. I mean, there wasn't anything to them. Uh, this Bobby Cannavale's character was, I mean, it just, it was dumb. The whole thing was fucking dumb. Uh, so you, you like I said, I, I'm jealous. You didn't waste your time watching this movie, nor should you have. Um, I, I really don't have much more to say about it. Uh, it's a complete waste of time. Uh, don't bother with it. You know, Melissa, baby, if you're listening, 
you got to work on some new shtick, man, or stick the stick to R-rated fare because this this just she was, was good in Bridesmaids. Yes, she was one of. The, and, and, and we've reviewed that movie, and I, you know, I'm not a fan of that film, but she is the best part of that movie. Yeah, she is. She absolutely is. Again, like I said, The Heat. That was a great movie. Um, I'm trying to think of other movies of hers that I liked, and I'm drawing a blank right now. I don't typically watch movies that she's in. I don't either, because a lot of her films are, they're typically PG-13 comedies. And again, mm-hmm. I stay away from those. Yeah. So, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, she's, she's funny. She's a talented actress. I, I just think that she tries to... to have too much cross appeal. I, I think that she's trying to, or, or whomever is guiding her as far as her career is concerned, they want her to appeal to a wider audience. I say, fuck that narrow down a little bit. Shoot for the adults. Okay. Look what Ryan Reynolds has done. Fucking hilarious guy. Everyone and, loves Ryan and Reynolds. Everybody loves Ryan Reynolds, but he is in a particular wheelhouse of R rated films and they work. He found that niche. He tried the family-friendly shit. He tried Green Lantern. He, Didn't work oh out. Oh, God. Why you got to bring that up? Why, why you got to do that? Why can he bring it up? Why can't bring it up? I'm the audience no, member. No, 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 no. Fuck that. No, we don't We don't talk about that movie in this house. Okay? Um, but what even happens in Green Lantern? You know, I I can't remember. I've, I've, Some yellow dude shows up and, with a mustache? No, I, that's Sinestro. But I have completely removed that film from my <laughs> mind in every way shape or form but but reynolds found his lane and that is uh r-rated comedies where he plays his snarky self and and it works um mccarthy i think needs to reinvent herself and and in get in that lane and and find something because again i think she's talented i think she has the capability of being funny um it, unfortunately it was not this movie so yep fuck you thunder force that's better i finally adjusted my mic this, this feels way better oh are you better now mm-hmm. okay i don't know if you heard that but my bad that's okay we're, we're still working out the kinks here it's like our first episode almost no at least we can talk better no, i have my my uh my uh spit mitten on you, you, you do you've got your diaphragm uh, yeah. in front of your mic yeah you like it now don't you no, it's annoying to work with, but I feel like it makes it does make the sound quality a little bit better. A little bit, doesn't just it? Just a little, it's just good. enough to be more crisp. Especially if you're a guy. It's know? still, it's you're still gonna hear the piece. It does, but it does better though. It does yeah. a very good job masking it. See how we kind of segued there away from, or not a segue, but we just kind of jumped off the the cliff that was thunder force into something that I think is far more interesting, which is talking about spit guards on microphones. You know, I just threw my script page away and I still needed it. So, uh, entertain the people for two seconds. Tell them go. I'm still a piece of garbage. (laughs) Yeah, this is entertaining enough. I can just watch you struggle. I thought you were you. You look like you were turning into an air balloon. Your head was about to pop. It's getting so red. I just broke my spleen. Ugh, I tried to reach down. I'm in the most uncomfortable chair in the world right now. Well, and I'm you're, sorry. You're sitting here in your nice leather computer, you know, computer chair. That's good. 
That's very good. Well, you got the good chair last time. Yes, I did. And I will again some other time. Yeah, I really think I broke my collarbone there. Okay, I'm better. Um, so, you know, in the, the midst of this show, we, we talk about a lot of, you know, serious topics. And, uh, you know, we you, you get a kind of a taste, a little just a little little bit on the tongue uh, as far as our, our psyches here. Um mine i think more than talents talents very guarded individual but occasionally he will open up and share things but you know there's sometimes we got to take a little bit of a deeper dive into uh the uh, pathology behind our decisions and uh, some of the actions that we take throughout life so i think it's fair that we all together have some catharsis and and have a little bit of 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 shared common knowledge or, or shared experiences. So I like to call this segment therapy time. I already did it. Ah. I'm still a piece of garbage. Yeah, I know, but I wanted to do it again because I love that. Well, okay. All right. I like that I said entertain the people for a minute and you just hit a bumper. That's What is that? A bumper for a segment I haven't even introduced yet. That's what we were what, about what, to introduce. What, what, what are you doing? <laughs> What do you, I mean, you, you can't just talk about... Like, I was referencing myself. I don't know how to entertain you, it, so I'm going to hit you can't, the... You, you can't just talk about your, like, pubes or something for 30 seconds? No, because I'm not a psycho. That's <sighs> true. It's true. <laughs> All right, this week uh, for therapy time, we're going to talk about uh, a very uh, a happier topic, uh, which is my parents' divorce. <laughs> oh. Bump. Did they just get divorced? No. Oh. No. My parents uh, were divorced when I was four years old. Um, mm. I don't have a lot of memories uh, from that time when they were married. In all actually, you know, in all honesty, it's the thought of them being together as a couple just seems so alien to me at this point. I can't knowing what I know about the two of them now. I don't see how it's possible that those two got together and, and got married. It's insane. But one of the memories that just absolutely, you know, permeates my mind, and I still remember vividly, even though I was four years old, is the day that my mom left my dad. We were at home. Um, they had been arguing most of the morning. And my mom, uh, I, you know, I'm in the living room playing with Transformers. I don't, I don't fucking know what I was doing, but I remember my mom, you know, coming out. She's got a bag in her head. She says, I'm leaving. And I, I remember thinking like, oh, fuck, mom's leaving. <laughs> what are we doing here? And I said, mommy, can I come with you? And she, of course, and she grabbed me and, and you know, we ended up leaving and we ended up at my, at my uncle's house that night. But what, it, what always stuck with me was like, it's like, did I have a decision at that point? I, I mean, was there, a, 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 you know, was, was the choice mine? And I know it, now at 42, I know that, it, well, I realized this in my 20s if not earlier, it, there was not going to be a, a question about that. But it, it always struck me for years, like, had I not spoken up, would my mother not have taken me? So I, it, it, it always kind of plays into my head. But like I said, I, I can't imagine the two of them, my biological dad and my mother, being together. That, that's just so fucking weird to me. But their, their personality types do not mesh in any way, shape, or form. And so... It was, we bounced around to houses for a while 
you know, kind of back and forth living with different family members until we ended up in, a, a, you know, my mom and I ended up in like a two bedroom apartment in the worst part of Southern California ever. Uh, it's one of those where the police copter was flying over all night. It's good times. Mm. Good times. I, I, there's a reason I need white noise now to fall asleep because I, I, there aren't because heli- of your, your PTSD about well, helicopters. Well, there's no helicopters flying overhead all the time here. Uh-huh. So the city of Port, the Portland police department doesn't even have a fucking helicopter. How bizarre. <laughs> that seems so weird to me. Yeah, that is weird. Isn't they, it? They have a, they have a Cessna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, sound, it sounds like, sounds like a nasal, um, disease. <laughs> Just, I have so small. <laughs> how how effective is a pl- anyways? I'm getting off topic here, but the, my mom met my stepdad, who is complete opposite of my my bio dad. It, my bio dad was a, a cop at one point. He became an attorney. My stepdad uh, is a blue collar guy. You know, he's a construction worker, construction foreman. You know, he he rough guy, you know, the calloused hands, the, you know, uh, very uh, uh, old school way of thinking about things. So that was definitely an adjustment growing up and through the majority of my life. But I, I guess the point of this particular therapy moment is trying to determine the significance of, the, of that day that mom left and how that has affected me now. Because I don't have abandonment issues in particular. Actually, I'm a little bit cold when it comes to some of those things. But I, I just, why does that still stick in my head? That's, um, a, that's always kind of been the well, question. Well, so your main question is, had you not said something, would your mom have taken you with her? That's what's bothering at the, you? At the time, yeah, I thought, no, I understand now as an adult that was not the case. I was always going to end up with my so, mom. So what? what's your big question about that day then? I guess my question is, how has that affected me now as an adult? Because this is the point of this segment is trying to figure out, I've got issues. I got issues. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a functional adult, but there's a lot of things that... I think hamper my growth as a human being and uh, creates a lot of strife at home. So the, I, I guess the whole point of all of this is trying to figure these things out and kind of what the, the, the cause and effect situation here. And I know you're a licensed therapist, so that's why I bring these things up, but it's always nice having, you know, someone else's perspective. So well, what, do you, what do you think, doctor? So what, well, first of all, what were you, you said you were playing with toys and this had happened? Yeah, I probably had my Optimus Prime toy. Were you playing with toys before they started arguing? Yes. I, I, I was that type of kid that was, because I was an only child, um, I was able to use my action figures and toys to escape into my own little world. So you were off escaping in your own little world. And your parents are arguing. Um, was this any different than any other arguments? No. Okay. But then all of a sudden, mom's leaving. Yes. So you go, oh, um, all right. Why? So why, why do you think you said, can I go with you, mom, but I, I can't go with, I don't want to go with you, dad? I, 
well, I, I don't think I understood that there was a level of finality to this. Um, I Mom said she was leaving. Mom was crying, but she didn't. It, it was almost like she was, you know, I, I think I thought in my head she was going to the store. You know, I, I didn't realize the, 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 the kind of the, the consequences or the, the scenario that was going on at that point. Because, again, four. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not really there. So, this is kind of, and you know, there have been a couple times in in my life, and I, I did this with uh, my first wife, and I, and I feel terrible about it now. But there, there there were a lot of times that I would get into arguments with her, and kind of storm and you know go you know fuck this I'm out of here type of situation, and we'll get to my first marriage later on but i feel terrible because my oldest daughter was around for that and very little and you know seeing me walk out the door i i you know that many many times it's like god i you know i feel terrible because i recreated that feeling that i think i had you know back then and in a way do you think that maybe that's um one of the ways you can get back at your mom for leaving the house like that? That's implying that I have anger towards my mother about that. And mm-hmm. I really don't. You really don't? I don't know. So you weren't distraught that you left and didn't go back to see your dad ever again? No, hmm. no, I really didn't have, and still to this day, don't have a great relationship with my bio dad. Hmm. Um, okay. I was, he was a very difficult man. He's, well, I, I'm making it sound like he's dead. He's very much alive. Um, he had uh, a temper, a, a big temper. Now, I, he was, I can only think of one time where he, you know, took the belt to me type of situation. Beyond that, I, I don't have any other recollections beyond that. But I always remember him being a very angry person. And of course, as luck would have it, you know, as time has gone on and I've gotten older, um, <laughs> for not having been raised by him, I have many of his personality traits, which thank you, genetics, go fuck yourself. Um, like what? Oh, I have a temper. I get, I get very loud, very, very quickly. Um, yeah, I, I have a hard time keeping my cool. I'm not violent. I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not the guy that, you know, punches holes in walls or breaks furniture or anything like that. But, uh, my, my tongue can be very sharp when I want it to be, mm-hmm. which some people could label as verbal abuse. I don't know. I don't subscribe to that <clears throat> anyways. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I completely understand I was confused at the time as a kid, but that's my mom was the one I wanted to be with. I, I never really wanted to be with my dad. And there were, and after they divorced, you know, there were weekends I'd go stay with my dad. I wouldn't stop crying because I wanted to go be with my mom. And being on the flip side of that, you know, later on in my life with my daughter, that would break my fucking heart. I can't imagine what impact that had on my dad knowing that your child wants nothing to do with you and wants to go home to, to mommy. I, I, I cannot tell you how grateful I am that my oldest never did that. I mean, she would cry when I dropped her off at her mom's house because she didn't want to go back to her mom's now, which is also, you know, heartbreaking, but, um, I don't know. It, it's, 
I guess what bothers me is, is I don't, it seems like my dad didn't really fight. I mean, it's like, he just, okay, whatever down the road. And, and I look, and I look to later on in my life with my first wife, I fought tooth and nail to have time with my oldest daughter. Hmm. You think that's a, maybe that's a way you're getting back at your dad. It's like, I, well, you never spent time with me. So I'm going to do everything I can for my child. Cause I don't want them to experience that. Yes. Yeah, totally. Mm. Totally. I, I overcompensate and, and that shows in, in my girls. I, I spoil the shit out of both of them. Mm. I try to give them everything that I can and be as attentive with them and show as much interest in, in things that they do, you know, as I can. I'm not perfect. <laughs> There's some things I don't give a fuck about um, and don't want to be involved in. But no, it's, uh, yeah, I think that's very much kind of what, what that was. And that's why that sticks with me. And do you think um, that specifically sticks with you? Perhaps... Um, because it wasn't so uh, violent, I let's say. Like, it, there wasn't a whole lot, not physically, but there wasn't a whole, it, it just kind of whistled off in the wind like it wasn't a very big deal. And that's what's shocking about it. So are you kind of... So your mom came up, she, you know, crying. Yeah, yeah. I'm leaving. And yeah. then that, and then bye-bye. So you're saying just kind of the nonchalant nature yeah. of the whole thing. Yeah. yeah it, it's for, for something that's such a traumatic experience. And bear in mind, I, again, I was four. I, it could have been way different than that. I mean, you know, we're, shit, 30 fucking plus years beyond that now. And of course, you know, a four-year-old's memory is very malleable. Um, so it could have been much more dramatic and I just wasn't aware of it at the time, but yes, mm. it seemed, it seemed like a very cavalier kind of situation. Maybe that's just what they were displaying in front of you. Could have been, <laughs> could have been. Yeah. No, they were much better at not arguing in front of me than I am <laughs> now. Yeah. Yeah. My kids are fucked up. Uh, anyways. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I think, I think we've made some progress here today. Yeah. Yeah. I'm angry at my dad. That and at any moment, um, your whole entire life could change. Yeah. Just like that. Just like that. And and and, all, and so might as well play with toys before it happens. Right. And I think that was my that was my happy place always. Yeah. Toys were always playing with my action figures. I I I could spend hours by myself creating my own little world. And is that why you're so into comics nowadays? I because you're still remaining in that comfort place, like ooh. the all those toys that you got now ooh. that I help you fix. Yes. You remember? Yes. My you're, you're, that that has carried over. Yes. And it, and it leaves you because I notice you do that whenever uh, we're in a particularly stressful week. You'll buy something new, or you'll revisit, you'll reorganize, and then you'll get in your own little world, and you'll hang out. Damn. And it's a great and it's a great time for you. It is. That is my happy place. That is where I go to. That's why I have my comics in my office because if I'm if I need to go somewhere else in my mind, I will I will do that. I I love. Yeah, those are happy moments for me. Very much so. It's. Uh, because it's it's allowing you to relax for the next big change. Yeah. Wow. Maybe. I don't know. Dr. Talon, look at you, buddy. <laughs> I think you missed your calling. <laughs> I 
you're wasting your life. Jesus. (laughs) What? I should be a therapist, you're saying? Yes. I just feel emotional right now. (sighs) Anyways. So how can I help you? Um, I don't know. I, I, I think about myself a lot. Uh, I am very, uh, I'm an introvert. I always think inward. I don't really think outward very much. Um, and I have a hard time doing that. And I have the hardest time doing that with, uh, my significant other. Mm-hmm. Um, well, because in the past, uh, whenever I have been close to somebody like that, it has always ended up in shambles, meaning, um, uh, well, okay, well, let me put it this way. I, I've been, uh, lied to a lot. And so I'm very skeptical of people. Uh, and I've gotten very good at telling, you know, when someone's lying to me. Um, and the problem is now is I always think that people are lying to me. I never, ever give anyone the benefit of the doubt. I'm always looking for something, um, any sign of deception. And then I'll go down this rabbit hole and it's like, why, why, um, let someone in and let things be good? Because I know that it's just going to end up in a rubble eventually, because that's how it's always been. Why would it be any different? And I, that's what I'm struggling with. So what I'm hearing you say is that you are you have trust issues due to past experiences. Yes, I do. And, yes, and uh, it keeps you more closed off uh, and not willing to open yourself up to be completely vulnerable. And well, no, um, I can do that. I'm just way more quickly able to put up a defense. I'm way more quick to defense. I can open up and I can relax. But any small amount of any like sort of twitch in the wrong direction, I get very defensive. Uh, does it typically revolve around some type of indicator that you've seen in the past? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you're you do kind of a correlation between okay, well, so and so did this at one point, and my current squeeze did that the other day. Yeah. Well, well, my yeah. my problem is that it happened to me like four times in a row. Um. So, it, it, I get very uh very self-conscious because you know the mathematical mind of me is saying well i'm the common denominator in those four instances so it's like mm, i'm doing something weird watch right. out now watch out right well i mean that's that's what it is it, it's it's true yeah. so you you do contribute something to this i do and and, and, and maybe, i don't know what it is it, and that's that is the difficult part is how are you Pouring gasoline on that fire, or maybe I'm not. I don't know. Or and it's it's hard. It's or, hard to tell. Or you just have really bad taste in women. <laughs> that's, I, it's, hey, that's look, what, that's what my mom said. Look, look, <laughs> she she may not be wrong, buddy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a type, okay, and they're typically dumpster fires. I like dumpster fires because. They'll do crazy shit. But, and then I sit there and go, what? Oh, I don't understand why this person's so unhinged and can't do this and can't do this. Well, because they were a dumpster fire when you met them. 
you can only tame the flames on a dumpster fire. You can't put the fucking dumpster out. It, it just doesn't happen. So yes, you are the common denominator in that. Yeah. Took me years to figure that out. This is why I hate you because you're a young man and have figured this out at the age of 22, which took me 30, 40 years to figure out on my own. Um, I don't know what advice to give on this because I can say... You know, you just need to let your heart guide you. But uh, the cynic in me says, absolutely not. You've got to stay guarded with these things because I'm kind of like you. I don't trust anybody at all. And but I, but also because of that and because of the different traumas that I've had throughout my life as far as relationships are concerned, it makes it very difficult for me to be intimate in any way, shape or form or to um, open myself up to be vulnerable in any way. I am described as cold, heartless at times. I've been called a monster occasionally. Love that one. Um, So am I the best person for advice? Probably not. But I do love hearing your problems, though. Yeah, I mean, my problem isn't so much that I can't be vulnerable. It's that... um, I'm way too quick to be defensive. And the only way accusatory. The only and, and again the only really the only way that you can dispel some of these things in your these conversations you have in your head, you have to communicate with the person that you're with. And sometimes that can be challenging because maybe that person doesn't communicate very well. And but that's that is what has helped me as years the years have gone by is just trying to be transparent with that person and go look here's I'm gonna transfer what's going on in my head and verbalize it now granted you have to organize those thoughts and not just spew them out well I think you're out fucking your boss right now you gotta kind of pull it back a little bit what a little bit I think you're out. <laughs> that's you know it's just you, you, let's, let's say you're with somebody and you have this you know you have this <laughs> thought in your head going yeah god if yeah. she's doing that is that because she's fucking her boss and as opposed to going up to her and saying hey are you fucking your boss because i think you're fucking your boss because that's what i'm thinking in my mind no you've got to go hey you know i'm feeling kind of insecure about things right now and you know you've been spending a lot of time with so-and-so that that's how you have to that's how you have to church it up well you know um, but I can't feel insecure. I'm a man. I can't do that. Yes, you absolutely can. You fuck. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, you fucking can. No, you we can't. can be insecure because we are insecure. No, you got to be rock solid and on your on your A game 100% of the time. How's that working out for you? Uh, well, you're gaining weight and losing sleep. <laughs> Are you saying it's having a negative effect on your health? Yeah. How bizarre. Mm-hmm. That's the thing, man. Uh, you, We have to acknowledge our shortcomings. I am a flawed human being. I am a narcissist at times. I, am an, I have a, an ego that is bruised very easily at times in certain areas. I have my insecurities and they have been there since day one and they're going to be there until such time as I can drink myself to death. So that's, 
you have to allow for frailties and weaknesses because you can turn those into strengths if you need to. And it's, again, it's about, not again, but um, it's learning how to manage those things. So one thing I've learned from therapy is that it's not about denying these things or trying to shove them down. It's about managing them. You have to manage it. Shoving down works really well. It does for a time, but then you it, it's, it becomes toxic and it starts spilling out into everything that you're doing. Everything. And you don't even realize that that's, what's, that that's the root cause of the issues that you're having. And again, I can sit here and say this. I, I can armchair quarterback this thing all day. I do this shit all the time. I can give advice to people. I can see what somebody's doing and go, hey, maybe you should do this, this, and this. I see you're doing this, blah, blah, blah. I can't turn that that lens on myself at a lot of the time. Or more terrifying, I am conscious of what I'm doing, and yet I don't stop myself. That's truly pathological and pathological is the right word that is that is the definition of pathology it is pathological wow so that is the point of therapy time kids is we're going to continue to dig deep into this and i may we may be aware of the things that we're doing and yet we don't care well we care yet we do it anyway exactly and then we go what is going on right now i don't understand why this is (laughs) Why is this happening to me? I don't get it. And then, and then <laughs> the next thing you hear is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm fine. Could you pour me another yeah. one, please? Make yeah. it a triple. Yeah. Oh, I need yeah. ice still, but okay. Go ahead and top her off. Top her off. There you go, fella. Beautiful. Beautiful. This stuff yes. is good. The, it's delicious. It's delicious. Uh, as far as drunk check is concerned, um, we're doing well. I'm doing well. I could drive. I think. Th- <sighs> right. I'm at the. I'm at the iffy point. I feel like I could go NASCAR in right now and uh, feel pretty good about it. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. I, I, I feel like if I did a couple ju- jumping jacks outside, I'd probably be you all right to pu- drive at puke, this point. You puke, mean? <laughs> or have a heart attack. I don't know. <laughs> you know, fall over. Or like prolapse a lung or something. How does one prolapse? Blah! Oh, okay. Coming out of your mouth. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to envision that. <laughs> Which hole is it coming out of? Your nose. Oh. <laughs> terrifying all right so i'm going to give you an option here do we take a break or do we get into this is a thing well you know my this is a thing doesn't really feel that interesting i i just re-looked at it okay i don't know i'm not feeling too good about it all right so i feel like we need to take a break i'm having a really hard time with the adhd tonight um and it's not that i'm not interested in doing the show right now it's just i'm got so many things going around in my head and I sitting still and doing a podcast right now is, is a bit of a struggle. So I'm, I'm I'm picking up what you're putting down. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. All right. We'll be back. And we are back. All right. Do a little drunk check, Alan. I'm feeling about the same. About the same as whom? 
before. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're consistent. As uh, Elvis Presley, I feel like I'm six feet under right now. <laughs> or still walking around doing heroin on the streets of Portland or whatever some people think. Okay. Or have you shot a television lately? Um, that's, the, a, that's an Elvis thing. He, shooting a television? He, he liked to shoot his TVs. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No wonder he ended up the way he did. What? As the king? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I was the king, I'd shoot televisions too. Sounds like fun. When they were like big hey, and you could... Hey, flat screen. And you're more worried about the table that you're putting it on than the well, TV itself. <laughs> Well, now, you're, now it's just drywall behind it. I mean, you got it all mounted on the wall. It's just it's drywall. Yeah, it's mine's mounted. How do, what do you think about that? It is. Isn't that nice? Um, it's very nice. So is mine at home. It's it's mounted as well. I don't have the swivel. I feel like my speakers on this thing is just as loud as the speakers on yours. You don't even know what I have on mine. Well, I'm just, that's why now I'm saying I, that's what I feel. I have a very nice sound bar. Are, are you, will, are and, you. And a sub that will. Are you disregarding my feelings, Josh? No, I'm just kind of uh, calling into question your, your statement. That's all. Okay. Because I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where I'm going with Cir- this. <laughs> circling back to what I asked, I'm drunk. What was your question? It doesn't really matter. Okay. We were doing a drunk check at, at one point. Maybe uh, I'm way more messed up than I think I am right now. Speaking of TVs, God, I buried the lead here. Uh, my baby is finally dying. The old my plasma 50, thing? My 50-inch plasma Ooh, is dying. Wow. My my fifteen year old fifty inch plasmas. Let's do let's do a ceremonial um, uh, Snyder burial. I and s- just <laughs> bury it in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even wrap it in we're, anything. Just we're not, we're, shallow we're, grave. We're, we're, we're not sending it to Atlantis yeah. or to Themyscira. We're yeah. just going to dig a hole, a very shallow <laughs> I mean, hole. Did he write that? Come on, <laughs> he could not have. Like, was he just la- that? Was just a lazy day for him? I was just bury. <laughs> Let's dig it. Let's dig about a come on. A, let's dig about a three, three, three foot hole, and we'll just throw it in there. It'll be safe. I mean, It'll just be... look at this shovel. That was awesome. It wasn't even a real shovel. Okay, sorry. Moving on. So, I, oh, I, man. I was doing some TV shopping today. Wow, shit's cheap now. I paid, I think, almost a thousand dollars for my fifty inch plasma fifteen years ago. And uh, I could get a 55-inch uh, 4K LED smart TV for like 450, and it's a Samsung. It's a nice one. Samsung's great at what it's they not, do. It's not this Vizio shit. Uh, it's good. It's it's good stuff. So uh, yeah, I think uh, I'll be buying a new television here in the near future. Boy, my wife's not going to be happy about that. I'm not touching that with the ten foot pole. You, nor should you. I mentioned it today. I said, you know, TV's kind of it's going out. It's like, oh, that's really too bad. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it fucking is. It's a goddamn tragedy. Get a projector, a thousand dollar projector. God. And oh. then one of those, you have a remote, and it goes, it'll fall down. A yeah. little screen you can project it. On. Yeah, that won't cost me a lot at all. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get to uh, our favorite segment. I'm still a piece oh. of garbage. Uh, no, we did that already. My bad. Move My bad. on. Yeah. That was in the same place it was last time. 
Yes, we're going to do This is a Thing. Uh, this. Well, wait, isn't that one our new favorite segment? Therapy time? Yeah. It actually brings up a lot of really harsh memories for me. But yeah. I still enjoy doing it. Okay. No, I, yeah. I love them all equally. But this is the one I get to talk about off the wall shit. And you get to show YouTube videos on a podcast. It's great. <laughs> Anyways. So, Talon, um, I'm sure you've you've traveled around and been around occasionally. Um, have you ever uh, come, come upon accidentally uh, a, a young mother uh, breastfeeding her child? Yeah. You ever been sexually aroused by that? No. Not at all? Mm-mm. Well, hey, buddy, there is a subsect of people that suffer from a, well, not suffer, that have a particular paraphilia that revolves around that. It's called erotic lactation. It is sexual arousal by breastfeeding on a woman's breast. Depending on the context, the practice can also be referred to as adult suckling, adult nursing, and adult breastfeeding. Practitioners sometimes refer to themselves as being in an adult nursing relationship. Now, no, kids, this is not people jacking off to uh, babies breastfeeding on other women. Okay, let's get this. That's we call that pedophilia. Um, This is adults with other consenting adults who are lactating, chowing down at Milktown. The boys. The boys. Exactly. Yes. Homelander. Homelander. Yes. Mm. Yeah. We just spoiled it for a lot of people. Well, if you haven't watched season seasons one and two at this point, uh, fuck you. There's no hope. So, the, yes. So, that is... Uh, that's something that people do. What are your thoughts on that? Um, <clears throat> I guess I should ask right at, right off the bat. Um, have you ever had breast milk before? What? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Of course I have. What are your thoughts on? <laughs> Actually, I should. You have no children, so how'd that happen? I was a baby. <sighs> Okay. Um, as an adult, have you ever had breast milk? No. Okay. Fair enough. I'm not, a, I'm not into you're, that. You're, you're not into that. Okay. Well, as a father of two. <laughs> You've had breast milk? Inevitably, you do. <laughs> you taste it. It, 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 it. Of course it happens. <laughs> I'm not no, necess- I don't think that it's I'm a not, snack. Whoop. Oh, I've grabbed. I put breast milk in my cereal it's, this it's, morning. It's. Actually, my you, coffee tastes a little different actually, today. Actually, that, that has happened. It, <laughs> it does happen. Um, <clears throat> it's very sweet. It's yeah, very, very yeah, sweet. That's what I hear. Yeah, it's incredibly sweet. Good no, for you. I, it, it, it's great with mac and cheese it, I hear, too. <laughs> <laughs> you, look, man. I'm into that, yeah. You love that mac yeah, and cheese? Let's get some mac and cheese. Let's fucking slather me in the mac and no, cheese. I, no, no. What, no? No. No? Just to enjoy the food oh there's no sexual oh you're not spreading the mac and cheese around your dick and and having your girlfriend eat it off your cock no No. oh i'm i'm confused i thought we were talking about a paraphilia which i haven't found a mac and cheese paraphilia but i'm gonna go on wikipedia tonight and add one what should we call it macaphilia i mean people eat sushi off each other like there's restaurants you can go to where you can eat sushi off of somebody Oh, oh yeah no, I've seen I've seen those. Big Why in not J- mac and cheese? Big in Japan. Big in Japan. Um, I don't see an, an issue with that. I I barbecue is fine as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it's it cool. a little sticky. 
Um, I actually, I have a story about this. <clears throat> when I was a young man, as in uh, a, a uh, 19-ish, I was working, actually I was younger than that. And you were into big mommy milkers? Is that what you're talking about? Just wait for it. So I was working at McDonald's. And I honestly can't remember how old I was. I'm not sure if I was the age of consent just yet. But I started a relationship with one of my coworkers who was uh, a bit older than me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the story there. But anyways, we were uh, <clears throat> being intimate. We were fucking. Uh, the, In the so, freezer? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why my Big Mac tasted funny. Okay. It's, it's recycled lettuce. Anyways, um, no, we we were we ended up hooking up, and uh, I didn't know she had just had a kid, so I'm doing my thing, and I get to that, and I'm sucking on her tit, and the next thing I know, I've got a mouthful of milk. <laughs> And bear in mind, this was early in my career at this point as a cocksmith, so I did not know what the fuck was going on. Did you go? I we kind of went. Oh fuck, Jesus! <laughs> then she explained what the, was. Oh yeah, I, I had you know I've got a six month old and blah 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 and you know uh, I'm like, where's the six month old? Oh, my husband's taking care of her. And I was like, oh fuck, uh oh <laughs> shit. All right. Can I go back to breastfeeding now? <laughs> wow. Must be, you were very comforted by that. <laughs> it was soothing. Hmm. It was very soothing. But uh, no, there are, uh, and there are a lot of videos of this out there. And it's not just, you know, it's it's men on women, women on women. I mean, it, it, it runs the gamut. There are a shit ton of lactation videos on the, uh, on X videos and Pornhub, there, it's it's quite the little cottage industry. Hmm. So, you know, next time, you know, you ever get that opportunity, man, that's it's that's that's. I'm making mac and cheese. That's, that's what I'm doing. That's magical, ma- ma- magical liquid right there for you. <laughs> it builds strong bones. You know, we're not meant to drink cow milk. Says who? All right, we're meant to drink. That's like saying we're not, we are, we're not meant to eat meat. We are the only mammals that drink the milk of other species. That's not true. Animals true. try to do the, do it all the time. Okay, go They ahead. just don't have the means Name. and the capabilities. Name one. Uh, a goat sucking on the teat of a dog. It happens. All right. I've seen the YouTube videos. They do it. It's just they don't have opposable thumbs and then the, the manufacturing capabilities to herd dogs into this thing that milks them. So that they don't have to. My <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're talking about a very small percentage of these instances happening. I'm saying we, as a culture, manufacture the milk of other and animals. We're the only ones that make swords. All right, what? I don't. <laughs> like, come on. Touche, sir. Touche. <laughs> Touche. You, you, your sword argument has completely destroyed my. <laughs> dairy argument in some way shape or form <laughs> i.e i'm letting it go um all right well i'm not advocating for you know erotic lactation but i'm also not condemning it 
So we're going to leave it right there. All right. Uh, what's your thing this week? Well, I just had an interesting video that is very perplexing. I can't tell if this is fake. A video? Yeah. What? Yeah. I want you? I want you to check this out. Oh, God. Now i got to describe what's happening. All right. Here, here we go. Here we go. It's a guy. He's got a shirt off. He's putting a board over some concrete. He's got a couple of, looks like a, his mom and his Well, where is this, there. first of all? Yeah, he's definitely in, in some, uh, like, Southeast Asian country. He's got the board up, propped with some concrete. Or is that concrete on concrete? Yeah, I, yeah. Holy fuck fuck yeah okay did you see that yes you saw that punch but that was concrete okay so he put a concrete slat up against it's a, a demonstration a, and and right? basically he just did what the bride did learned how to do in kill bill and and from inches away broke this board i'm gonna watch this one more time and see okay so he's mounting up here and he's probably getting about an inch away Fuck! I mean, is that real? I don't know. Can someone act legitimately I, I, do that? I, I don't. I, I I'm sure that someone can, but yes, he was f- because he jumped on it. I mean, he's as he he's not quite as ripped as as um uh who's the who's the big guy? Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. But he's a ripped dude. <laughs> the big guy. <laughs> but but well, hold on now. Now just looking at the physics of this, because when he jumped on it. He jumped on the edges of it. He didn't jump in the middle. Right. When he's when he's propping it up, yeah, he does a quick he does a quick punch. Yeah. But he puts a block underneath. He's mm-hmm. holding it vertical. Yeah. There's a lot of support over two thirds of it. Yes. Right? It's not halfway. No. It's not at the bottom. It's well over two thirds. And, and 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 for the record, this piece of concrete looks like a two by four almost. Yeah. And he do, after he hits it, he does show it to the camera at the end of it that that it is concrete. But mm-hmm. again, it could be drywall for all we know. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. I I just was I it didn't I was not convinced. I I think if we if if I was more sober and I could slow it down, we could see if there's any edit you know real edits going on there because yes from the point he puts his fingers up against it and then all of a sudden it just blows right off of the the, the top piece blows off yeah and it seems like there's some fuckery going on there who knows could be legit i mean i'm sure somebody could do this and it's not me but i'm pretty sure it's not you no, I don't think I've met a person. That well, can with do enough that. leverage, you can do a whole lot of stuff. Leverage, yeah. Huh. Cleavage. Where? Who's got? Is there cleavage here? Me uh, with my mommy milkers okay. I've got growing. Okay, a cup cutie, <laughs> and I know you're not lactating, so I, I could be. I have no interest. I've been gaining a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> I've got nipples, fucker. Could you milk me? <laughs> That's a great like way to diffuse an intense situation. <laughs> like if you get if you're in an argument with somebody. I should have said that to the wide-eyed salesman. <laughs> <laughs> 
What? what the, you've got nipples? <laughs> could you milk me? No, that, no, like, no, like, I've got. Are you trying to milk me right now, man? Come on. You would you you would have ruined that man's life. He would have gone home and sucked started a shotgun. Okay. He, he, no. He, <laughs> he, he would have started taking apart like fridges or something instead of bikes. I think he would have changed up his lifestyle. Or become a serial killer. I don't know. <laughs> Either one. I don't know. It's a tie. 50 50. I made a nipple comment to the guy. He started murdering hookers. I don't know. It's not my fault. Oh, my God. Well, I, I you know, circling back to your. Also, it, how do I get that ripped? I, there's. Just call up. You know, I, I keep going back to Ryan Reynolds because I have a man crush. Call up Hugh Jackman's fucking personal trainer. I'm sure that there's a, a program. Yeah, but have you noticed Ben Affleck, right? He yes. was pudgy. He's bigger, right? Yeah. He, he, how hard is it to maintain a figure like that? Uh, it's incredibly difficult. Look, right. You look at him in Batman v Superman. I mean, he's got the pack going on i mean yeah. he is absolutely ripped I mean, yes he's a bigger guy and thus he's going to look bigger it's not like he was trying to get down to a welterweight you know fighting level type thing he just accentuated the size that he had maintaining that from what i've heard because god knows i would never try that is incredibly difficult and takes an amazing amount of discipline. You're in the gym every fucking day. Your diet is very strict. No alcohol, too. I would imagine that that's completely out the door at that point. Fuck. I I, I think ice cream's out the door at that point. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't follow these. Uh, go on, you know, Facebook and follow The Rock. I, I'm sure that you could pick up all sorts of things. Yeah, so it's totally a lifestyle thing. Uh, completely. You, you don't, you know... You, one of the funnier things that The Rock puts up on his Facebook, yes, I I do watch his videos. I see him chugging an entire bottle of tequila, though. Well, he'll he he has what he calls cheat days, and he'll sit there and eat, you know, a gigantic pile of bacon or something, or he drinks his tequila. The other reason he's drinking the tequila is because it's his own brand, mm-hmm. and he's he's trying to pimp it out. So. I'll buy it. I'm sure it's tap water. The Rock's a cool guy. Hey, Dwayne Johnson for president in 2024, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's being talked about. Uh, anyways, but we are not a political podcast, and we're going to move on from that because we don't discuss politics here. My vo- well, I mean, the earth being flat, I feel like that's very convincing. Well, I mean, the, the, there's no argument against that. I mean, it, it, it's flat. I mean, look at yeah, it. Yeah, right? of course. Right. Yeah, it's flat. I see a horizon. Yeah, no. It's horizontal. And people around the world uh, all agree that it's flat, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> you can go around a flat plate. <laughs> it's um, one big circle. I feel like I just lost an IQ point. <laughs> <clears throat> My mind hurts. All right. And we probably lost a couple listeners. Dang I am sure. What? <laughs> I, I'm fairly certain that the people that listen to this show. By the way, we picked up another follower today on the Facebook page. Oh, really? Yes. Welcome. 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 And I'm Welcome. if you're a flat earther, sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, really. Yeah. 
All it's all jokes here. Yeah, it's all jokes here. We we make fun. We of, don't judge. No, we make fun of everybody equally, right? We're mm-hmm. equal opportunity assholes. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of that. Me too. It's all about inclusion. Hey, want to go to the corner? Yes, I. Yes, I do. Yes, Daddy, you... I don't like Star Wars. Avengers are boring. Welcome to the kids' corner. That's my baby girl right there. All right, this week we watched Sonic the Hedgehog, released in 2020, rated PG, one hour, 39 minutes. Uh, I viewed mine on Amazon Prime. I'm assuming you did the same thing because you have all my logins. Uh, Synopsis, after discovering a small blue fast hedgehog, a small town police officer must help him defeat an evil genius who wants to do experiments on him. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog stars Ben Schwartz as the voice of Sonic, James Marsden as Tom, and Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. There is no other reason to talk about any other members of the cast. Would you agree? I agree. Agree. Uh, This was written by Pat Casey and Joe Miller, uh, directed by Jeff Fowler. Uh, Spoiler, there is a sequel already filming right now. Wow. All right. Uh, IMDb critic score was 63%. Audience score was 93%. Uh, box office gross on this was $319 million. This was one of the films that was released in February, mid-February last year. COVID fucked up the box office for this because the theaters were starting to shut down. Um, I think it probably had the potential to do far more than it did. And I, I remember there was a big hype about this movie because they redid a lot of the animations with sonic they did they did the original trailer came out and sonic looked much more i think in their minds photorealistic Mm -hmm. they gave him a very human kind of face i I, I don't even know what to call it it was horrifying it was (laughs) it looked nothing like the character from from the video game so um no they went back and and obviously did extensive cg you know redos there i have no idea how much it cost because honestly i didn't really look into that but yes that due to there was another one of those situations where fan outcry you know, actually affected studio's decision on what they were going to do. So. And I feel like it was better off for it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You look like the Sonic from the fucking, from the game. Yeah. I used to play Sonic when I was a kid. Absolutely. One of my favorite games, although Sonic wasn't really in this one, it was with, uh, it was on PlayStation two, I believe. Who is the dark Sonic? What's that? What's that called? I don't recall because honestly, I played the original Sonic the Hedgehog on the Sega Genesis. I never played. Any I played of the that one too. My aunt that. had that, and so I, I like played. I played it on the Game Boy. I think Nintendo. I stuff. think Nintendo would be more likely because I believe Nintendo bought the rights to all the Sega shit. Yeah, I yeah, it, yeah. It, so it, it was. It, it wouldn't have been on PlayStation. There was one on. Maybe it, maybe it was on GameCube. I don't remember exactly the the systems, but I remember playing a lot of Sonic games. Yeah, I w- I'm not into the lore very much. I remember right. Knuckles being a right. weird guy. Right. Um, and Tails. Don't forget Tails. And <laughs> Tails. And then uh, my favorite character was the Dark Sonic. <laughs> I don't know what his name Mecha is. Mecha Sonic. That's what we'll call him. I mean, okay. we have Mecha Godzilla. We'll call it Mecha Sonic. No, I'm... but I love the story about it. Um, yeah. And I felt weird. 
watching this movie? Well, let me let me get to my rating of it, if I may. Um, I'm going to give this a five out of five. I fucking love this movie. Really? I had a blast watching this movie. I, I enjoyed the shit out of it. I thought it was fun. I thought the CG was fine. I thought that the human act, the, the real actors did a fine job. Jim Carrey did a great performance. I, he, he was perfect, I think, for the role. James Marsden was good. That's the sheriff, by the way. Um, I, I really didn't have any issues with this movie. The, it, it, yes, it was, you know, obviously a, a PG, whatever the hell it was, PG, you know, film. But the, the jokes landed. They weren't super corny. Um, I, yeah, I, I love this movie. I, I would watch this again. Talon, what was your rating? <clears throat> I was not too impressed with it. The jokes did land. I liked Sonic. I didn't really like that they made Sonic this scared little guy, even though he was still somehow confident and competent. I know there was a, a disconnect there with his character and what his struggles were. Um, the acting was okay. The best acting was with Jim Carrey. He did a phenomenal... This movie doesn't work without him. Uh, he lit it up. No, yeah. I, I I don't disagree. And he was full-on ham-fisted, overacting Jim Carrey, and it absolutely worked for this film. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. He was one of the best parts of the movie. Uh, and and I, as far as best part of the movie, Sonic was the best part the absolute best part of the movie. I, I, I will give it that. I, you know, Ben Schwartz did a fantastic fucking job. The voicing. I actually thought it was John Mulaney that was doing the voice at one point. I'm not even going to get in because you probably don't know who he is. Um, but uh, Sonic was an interesting character in of himself and he was entertaining and, and, and I love the voice work that he did. Um, I'm okay with there being a vulnerability to Sonic. Well, I, I think making yeah. him a complete arrogant asshole all the time would, would have been, um, I, I, I don't think it would have been interesting. And it gave you an opportunity for some character development with Sonic because he found that confidence. Because, I mean, let's face it, man, the start of the movie, I thought I was watching a Disney film at the beginning of this movie. <laughs> Mama Owl gets mm-hmm. fucking straight, yeah, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there going, damn, dude, are we hey. watching Disney? What's going on here? Yeah. That's some sad shit to start out. So, well, I, I kind of get it. It made sense for that character that he was going to be kind of insecure and lonely as fuck. And that was one of the things about the movie. It had heart to it. It was some real heart to it. You felt for Sonic. I, I actually felt for a CG blue fucking hedgehog and his loneliness and, you know, the scenes where he's watching the TV, you know, from the window behind, I, I don't know for whatever reason, I don't know if it was because I was high or whatever it was, but I, I felt for Sonic in that. And, and again, we're talking about a CG blue ferret. Okay. So, but go, sorry, I'm, I'm jumping. Hedgehog. Hedgehog. I know. I'm being funny. Three out of five. And you know, on a note, I, I, I felt more for a snowman and like Jack Frost, whatever that movie was. And then I did for Sonic. Dude, that's a totally di- dude. We're we're well, talking about a CG, da- CG we're, stuff. We're, we're talking I mean, about a, we're talking about a dad that dies in a fucking car wreck and becomes a <laughs> snowman. Are you shitting me? There's no comparison. Compare comparison comparison between the two. <laughs> Come on, that's uh, unfair. Uh, sure, 
I agree. That's unfair. Thank I don't you. have a better comparison here. <laughs> At least you're able to admit that. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, all right. I'm reasonable. You are. You have your moments. Now, I, why I didn't like it is because there was way too much exposition. I feel like this movie, uh, the beginning was fine. I feel like from there, the transition after Mama Owl dies, it could have started 20 minutes in. Like, I think I, I wrote down the number 20 minute, 21 minutes, 34 seconds or something like that, where Jim Carrey says, well, did you see that when he's already in the mode of hunting for Sonic? There was way too much exposition with everything, you know, it's like, well, OK, so this is life over here um, and I'm alone and I've stayed in this small town for how many years a lot. Yeah, it's like Sonic. You could have figured out how to map the entire Earth at that point. You can run how fast, and we didn't really see how he develops his powers. Just like this electric charge thing, and that you're saying that he's that was the only time he's gotten so mad that he's produced an, an, an EMP was when he was playing baseball because he was sad. That didn't happen after the owl died. I mean, come on. <laughs> so i i'm a little disappointed with that um but jim carrey was phenomenal <laughs> all right given so story-wise three out of five given your analytical mind i understand what you're saying yeah these are the things that torture you at night when yes you close your eyes yes so maybe the yet uh, i liked i liked I liked Big Kong versus Big Zilla. Well, Throatzilla, as I might say. Yeah. Um, so Sonic's big, you know, electrical ball fucking explosion orgasm thing. No, it's just he's, um, he's already super competent I, I, with I, his stuff. I, you're asking why it showed up during the baseball field and not when he was little. Well, mm-hmm. maybe that was something he wasn't capable of until he got older. Well, why then? Because, he's had sad moments well, like that before you know it just seems arbitrary the, maybe that this was the moment where he had finally reached his breaking point as far as his depression was concerned because sonic was depressed very much so he's very lonely and he finally reached that that boiling point where he exploded again i'm speculating you take from it what you want also he got shot with a dart he can stop time well, i mean they he he, he when all those missiles came at him, he went whoop. They all froze. He was looking at his at his wrist, just like ah, no big deal. It was very much a quicksilver, you know, Days of Future Past moment where you know he was able to you know just cross between time. Um, yeah, and and again with the speedster, metabolism wise, they would shrug that shit off in a second. But anyways plot convenience that's why they did what they did and you know whatever they had to they had to ground him for a minute so he could build that rapport with uh with the sheriff there so i i i get why they did it yes does it make sense not really but so there were so many small things like that that just took me out of it but you have to admit that these are little things they are little things the, the general entertainment value of it Jim Carrey was more entertaining, and Sonic. The other actors, oh, they were I don't know. they were Phil. You know, Marsden has been in a lot of different. He was in that movie Hop. 
with uh, you know the Easter Bunny, uh, the little one. Oh yeah, the, the little one loved that movie. He was irritating as fuck in that movie. This one, I I wasn't irritated by him. I actually liked the character. Uh, he wasn't. Well, he had his own motivations. He did, and, and he was great. And he wasn't super annoying. He he was no. just kind of a, a your standard guy that would pro would react to the situation and and you know maybe a, a pretty normal manner to it. Um. Not as normal as a movie could be, uh, but it, no. It, it, but the cool part was is that that was it. Uh, there were three fucking characters in this movie. Everybody else was kind of a, a, a an afterthought. Mm-hmm. Even Marsden's wife in this was kind of an afterthought, and that and that's fine. They, they they kept it very simple. And again, and I and I think that's why I like this movie. It was simplicity. We didn't get super convoluted with plots. You know, there were there were really weren't any subplots to this at all, except for, you know, Marsden and his, you know, deciding whether to go work as a as a, you know, San Francisco police officer. Um, but it was just basically Robotnik, Sonic, Sonic's, you know, wanting to fit in and be part of a family. But it, it was a very minimal amount of, of story in it that was required for this. And the rest of it was just fun. You know, sight, you know, sight gags and, and, and bits. And I, and it worked. It fucking worked. I love this fucking... Dude, you, you put Detective Pikachu and Sonic side by side. I'm taking Sonic every nope. time. <clears throat> I'm taking Sonic every time. No. All right. That's your call. Mm-mm. That's where I'm at. I'm, this, this was far more entertaining. It was paced better. Detective Pikachu, Jesus Christ, I thought that movie was never going to end. <laughs> I thought it was never going to end. And, and and Sonic was one of those, you didn't need to know the history to enjoy this film. Well, I, I mean, same thing with Detective Pikachu. You can make that same argument. I, there but, was no exposition, really, with Detective Pikachu. But you needed to know, again, you had so many different characters and so many different types of Pokemon in that fucking movie yeah but the, the I, mo- I, I was never into pokemon right but you had characters like that would pop out in that movie and you were supposed to go like oh my god it's a da, 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 da. and i when never got that it wasn't if you don't know pokemon who fucking cares but even with sonic yeah i played the original game i know who sonic is was it my favorite game in the world fuck no it wasn't even my favorite sega genesis game that would be altered beast um but it's one of those that's accessible. You can you can come in. You don't need a whole lot of, of backstory to it, and and I think people could enjoy this a lot more. And I'm no knock to my boy Ryan Reynolds, but I found Ben Schwartz to be more entertaining as Sonic than I did Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna say it, and I love my boy. I love my boy Ryan Reynolds. I love him, but I I think he got. Gonna outshine there by uh, by Ben Schwartz. I don't think so. And you're entitled to your opinion, no matter how wrong it may be. Yeah, a lot of the bits just seemed very superficial. Although I liked a lot of the comments that Sonic made. You know, like with the probing one. He's like, "You gonna? Are you gonna? Are they gonna probe me?" And he's like, "Why are you worried? I'm not wearing pants." You know, it's funny. It, it was a lot of funny stuff. Yeah. Small quippy things. I just really didn't like. Yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of it was show, I'm sorry, a lot of it was tell, not show. Like with Fat Man, for example, you know, they, (laughs) the little kid 
he didn't talk about how much of a bad kid he was. He literally kidnapped a girl because she outdid him in a in a um, competition. Whereas with what's his what's his name? He's like, I did this as a kid. Robotnik. Robotnik. I did this as a kid, and I'm gonna do the same thing to you because I did this as a kid. <sighs> And I am a, such a genius, and everyone knows I'm a genius, and everyone talks about how much of a genius I am. Yeah. Just, I can see that you're a genius, because you have this weird glove on your hand that you made. That's all I need. <laughs> I, I don't know if you were right there with me on this, but every time I saw that glove, I was thinking Nintendo Power Glove. <laughs> I, I don't know if you were or not. No. I, that's, uh, I'm like, oh my god, it's the Power Glove. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I was thinking um, oven mittens. Okay. Here's the thing with that. That's what made that character funny was the fact that he was so full of himself. Well, and that, that he and that thought worked. he was so, and that's what worked in it. You didn't need to see him doing these things. It was the fact that he thought he was the shit. And he, and you showed that in every single scene he was in and yet he still kept getting his ass knocked out on, on multiple occasions. That's fine. I don't need other people telling me that he's a genius. He can talk about he's a genius all he wants. Right. And that's, but that's that, that lends to the arrogance of the character, which makes you hate him more except no, I I just hate, I I just hate those other characters more. I I didn't hate him because I thought he was hilarious, but he he was great. yeah. Yeah. I didn't need everyone else. Like the government. Well, did you see what he did in Africa during the war? <laughs> I did love that part where they were meeting with the Pentagon and they're like, they haven't even mentioned his name yet. And they're like, oh, fuck, not that guy. Please. No. Well, that that's fine. I thought that was fine. That was fine. Yeah. It's the other stuff that was in there that just really um, makes me mad. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I just, yeah, I, I, I thought th- this was one of those roles that Jim Carrey was, was made to play, and uh, he, he knocked it out of the park. And I, I know that he has his moments, in, or has had his moments in his career where he wants to be the serious actor and everything else. It was just nice to see him kind of embrace what we all love about him. Yeah. And, and he was great in this. And I hope he's in the sequel. I mean, Jesus Christ, he's, at the end of the film, he's got the shaved head and the big mustache. I mean, I thought that big was eggnog the big guy. eggnog guy. Yeah. I, I thought that was on the, on the little mushroom planet. I thought that was great. So yeah. I, 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 if the sequel gets made, which it sounds like it's, it's in production right now, I am fucking all in. I will watch this movie. I'll watch it. Um, I just hope they... Also, you know it's going to be a bad movie when it starts out with... Uh, a narrator um it just brings me back to avatar the last air whipper no um, no, no 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 there was no avatar in the title it was just the, the last, last airbender, airbender. Yes, uh, yes 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 yeah um and then how they start it the movie starts with him running in the city and then you get back, and it's like that. It doesn't really need to happen. Oh, you don't. You don't like the uh, the backtrack there. No. You, I, no. See, I can't. I I don't have an issue with that. I I always. Well, it, here it, we are, back to where we started. Right. How's I, this gonna end? I, whoa, whoa. I I, I kind of like that device in movies. It can work. It didn't really work with with this one. 
for me. Were you okay? So you think it just should have started out with him as a kid in his little village? Sure. Okay. That would have been much more impactful for me. <laughs> would have punched you in the puss a little harder. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I thought I I like that opening. I thought it worked because it grabs your attention right off the bat, as opposed to the, a meandering narration. And you don't oh. you don't think a little hedgehog running and an owl getting capped isn't captivating enough? Well, that took a few minutes to get to that point. A few minutes. That was like 30 seconds and you all got that capped. That was at least a minute and a half. Come on <laughs> now. You, we'll time it next time. No, I, I like the fact that we, we that the film started out showing Sonic and Robotnik going at it. I thought that was fine. I didn't have an issue with it as, as far as how they framed it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it could work either way. But again, which is more visually stimulating? Robotnik and Sonic going at it or a bunch of little fucking tribal whatever those pygmies were that were trying to kill the owl? Either are both equally visually stimulating. It's it's about what's impactful story-wise. I disagree, but thank you. <clears throat> again, you're entitled to your opinion. No matter how wrong it may be. I'm rubber, you're glue. <laughs> <laughs> My bank is having me stick on you. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I, I thought that this was one of those that you and I would agree on. <clears throat> like, across the board. I, I thought this this was nice, lighthearted, family, fun fair. This is one of those few PG films that I'm like, this is a good time. This is fun. It's not Oscar material. I, I would never you know, say that it is that. But I think for each character, for what they had to do in the film, the plot of the film, the simplicity of it, I, I, I thought it worked. I, I thought it was much less convoluted than Detective Pikachu was. I, I thought that whole thing was a mess. And again, I, you and I are not Pokemon fans. You and I are, are Poke, avid Pokemon people. And, you know, we've played Sonic video games. That's, I just got a golden Magikarp card, though. Magikarp card. I'm sorry, are you speaking English right I, now? I just had a stroke, actually. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I, I don't know what you're saying, but... Um, see a doctor maybe there's a shot for that i don't, I don't know can you smile for me? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no i the i i just think if you compare to the two films i mean there's to me there's no contest I, I i will watch sonic again i will never watch detective pikachu again i was bored out of my mind on that film um i didn't like the characters i didn't like the plot I, I, I didn't like any of the structure of the story. Both endings weren't um, impressive. Also, I didn't like how there was a lot of fake outs with Sonic's death. I mean, come on. Okay, that got a little heavy handed, but it, come on. The, the point where he finally nuts up and fucking does a super speedball and knocks Ro- Robotnik through the portal. Yeah, there, but how did he even figure that, out how to do it that? It doesn't matter. That was a cool moment. It was just, it was one of the, we're like, all right, now he's nutting up and he's going to knock this fucker well, the, out. Well, the same thing with, with, with Pikachu. Against you know? an enemy that wasn't really an enemy. That's the thing. We knew that the Schnarch Narf fuck or whatever the hell that thing was. 
can't remember the well, name. Well, yeah, well, there's some tension what there. Was you, know, you, can't, you can't really kill was, this enemy because he's a friendly. But, but Jim Carrey was a bad guy. It was black and white and very simple. And again, I talk about this simplicity. I'm okay with simplicity. I don't need a massive, uh, I, I, I don't expect or do I need a massive amount of complexity when it comes to kids' films. I don't. It's an action adventure movie. Let's not try to outthink the room here. Sure. And I think that that was the biggest crime that Detective Pikachu committed is that it tried to outthink the room a little bit too much. Okay. Uh, What was that? (laughs) Folks, I just kind of did the the up yours sign (laughs) to him. I'll show you the bottom of my shoe. Puh, I spit on shoes. I spit on your you, dog's you grave. You don't have shoes on. You have flip flops on. Aren't they nice? They are, and I and I appreciate you uh, making sure that your uh, toenails are well trimmed because that would have been gross. Yeah, I try. Yeah, Sonic had nice new shoes though. Yeah. Yeah. That is an interesting, uh, you know, from a, a. Although, how do those shoes stay on? When well, well, there's so that, and the, and the fact what that what did that girl make those make those out exactly? Of? And the, there's the kind of those a, are some good Nikes. There, there's, kind of a, there's kind of a physics thing going on <laughs> yeah. there where how are these not melted to the ground? But uh, yeah, yes, and the other tennis shoes were <laughs> just now starting to burn out. You know, so. No, those were uh, those were Chuck Taylor cons, man. Mm-hmm. You know, they let, I, I guess whatever, but um, yeah. So there's Sonic the Hedgehog. Two thumbs up. Five five out of five. Loved it. I'm I'm excited. The little one has not seen this yet. Um, I I don't see anything in it that would. Um, I think bar her from watching it the the violence is very cartoonish i don't no one's dying in, well, except for now getting shooting the, the get, getting fucked up by a pygmy tribe but um that's no different than most of the disney movies we watch so who gives a shit at that point so no i'm looking forward to watching this with the little one i think she'll love it so i'm sorry you were meh on it there's no pleasing you, sir. I've been in a meh mood this week. That could have a part of, you know, that that, that does have an effect on when we watch and review these things. Is that uh, it, it very much depends on how our week's going and the mindset that we're in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And when we have a bad week, it takes a lot to entertain us and to distract us. Mm. Yes, and it I, does. And I'll give Sonic credit. It distracted me. It's been a shit week, and and it, being able to sit down and watch that, it did take it did take my mind off of stuff. So that's probably why I'm giving it such a nice review because it it did what I needed it to do. Well, good. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> that was great. Look at you. All right. Well, hey, I think that's our show tonight. That's our show. Well. The whiskey, beautiful, gorgeous, just just delicious. Um, there's half a Full. bottle. There's half a bottle left. I'm going to have another one after this. Um, I could not uh, be happier with the whiskey. Could not be happier. The only complaint I have is we need more ice. 
Um, so yeah, next week. Uh, oh god damn it! I'm so excited. Mortal Kombat. Okay, I'm done. We are going to be reviewing Mortal Kombat next week. Uh, the HBO Max original, not the 90s Oh, I bet versions. that's going to be good coming from yeah. HBO Max. Yeah. Wow. You don't know about this? No. Oh, this is an original, brand new Mortal Kombat movie. We are not reviewing the Mortal Kombat films from many, many years ago. This is uh, a new one. Could be just as cheesy. I have no idea. Hopefully the... Could it be like the Dragon Ball Z one? Nothing can be that bad. (laughs) Nothing. Nothing. I... Oh, man. I would would almost sit through The Last Airbender again than the Dragon Ball Z movie. That was worse. torture. That was torture. Uh, Um, But no, uh, we're we're doing Mortal Kombat next week. As far as the kids' corner, I have no fucking idea. We'll figure something out. Maybe we'll do Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Pocahontas. See, the little one hasn't seen Pocahontas. I'm not watching it again. You know, and I'm not either. I, I never liked that movie. So there's my review. <laughs> Woo! Hot take. Um, so yeah, so we'll see. But uh, anyways, thank you everybody for your patience uh, and our little hiatus we took. We promise we're going to get back to uh, shooting these out on a weekly basis. So uh, stay strong, MFP Nation. Uh, hey, aho, away we go. Sure. All right, we'll see you next week, folks. Have a good one.